This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Mansfield University, Max Driving Academy, and the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. And welcome back to another great week here of the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilbur back with you again, ready to go after a couple of weeks off. Unfortunately, with the weather and reschedule changes, things getting flipped around, but uh, a lot of sports to talk about here over the last few days. So let's get into it right now. It gives me great pleasure this week to welcome in Brian Fees from the Tawanda Daily Review as we, as we recap, I should say, some of the uh, area's basketball action that's been going on. And uh, Brian, it's been a busy few weeks here with uh, Northern Tier League basketball. Yeah, definitely some big games, some big performances, and a lot of stuff going on recently. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, you know, earlier uh, this week, obviously uh, over this past weekend, I should say, uh, let's just go ahead, dive right into girls basketball. Uh, a lot of anticipation uh, about the Athens-Tawanda matchup over this past weekend. And I got to tell you, man, that game did not disappoint. I'm actually going to have the opportunity to talk with Coach Gentile a little bit later in the podcast this week. But uh, that Tawanda girls team, I don't know what it is about them, but they just keep rolling. Yeah, I mean, they are a really athletic bunch. I mean, there's probably no duo in the area that you're going to find as athletic as Paige Manchester and Portia Bennett. And then they have size, a lot of size. I mean, Aaron Barrett is really strong in the post. And, I mean, she really dominated against Athens. And the other thing is, this is a pretty veteran team now. I mean, Paige is in her second year, and all the other girls are all juniors and seniors. And this team has been together for a while now. You know, what I love about that team, and I'm glad you touched on it is, and something I'm going to talk with Coach Gentile about here in just a little while as well, is it's not the, uh, you know, just the, the two uh, key cogs with Bennett and uh, Manchester, but, you know, they're kind of uh, the sum of all their parts too because the depth on that team really just shines as the game goes on. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of girls that they throw out there. Um, you know, they have, you know, people like Gracie Schoonover coming off the bench who's, you know, another person with a lot of sides that would probably start on most teams in the league. They have uh, people like Sage Greenland coming off the bench, who, again, is somebody that can play defense and would start on a lot of other teams. And they really are a really deep team. Now, what I really like about uh, the girls' side of it is uh, for the NTL this year, yes, you know, we were looking forward uh, to Athens, you know, and I've had the opportunity to talk with Coach Brian Miller earlier this year, and, uh, you know, we'll get to him in just a little bit. But, uh, I mean, is the surprise this year the Lady Rams of Wyalusing? I mean, have they kind of come out of the woodwork and kind of shocked some teams uh, this year? Yeah, I mean, Wyalusing's got a lot of uh, athletes. You know, they've got Kelly Bennett and Catherine Brown and Haley Jane and Madison Putnam, girls that are, you know, multi-sport athletes that have done things in a lot of other sports as well. And, you know, they've had some good performances this year. You know, uh, they are not the best shooting teams. They have some up-and-down games at times. But, you know, when they're on, they can really play good defense and they can really shut teams down like they did against Athens 
you know, and a half ago. I, I think it's their defense, really, that's underrated. I mean, you take out the Tawanda game this year where they gave up 50 points the other night. I mean, you think about it. They've held a lot of opponents to probably, what, 30 or under as this year's gone on. Yeah, they play really good defense, and I think a big part of that is that they really do have those athletes. There's not a lot of teams in the league that have athletes of the caliber of Callie Bennett and Hallie Jane. And, you know, we're talking people that are all-state athletes in other sports, and it really is noticeable what kind of athletic abilities on that team. Now, you know, let's uh, take that turn uh, over to the Athens side here on the girls' side. And, uh, you know, first off, uh, definitely want to congratulate uh, Coach Miller on his 300th win the other night, uh, his daughter Kaylee with uh, a nice accolade as well. But, uh, you know, to see the community uh, rally around Coach Miller uh, over these last few days and to see everything, you know, that has transpired with that Athens basketball team, I mean, just a big kudos and uh, credit to Coach Miller and everything that he's been able to battle through this season. Yeah, I mean, he's gone through a lot. Um, I talked to him for an upcoming story, and he told me, you know, he never once thought about not coaching this year because, you know, this team really, you know, it makes him take his mind off of things, and it really kind of gives him something to look forward to. And he really loves coaching this group, and they really love playing for him. And you could totally see that uh, in the Tawanda game over this past week. I mean, I know Athens has been, you know, one of those uh, top-tier teams in the league all season long. But, you know, I mean, he, he went out of the league. He played Bloomsburg to kind of get his team uh, challenged. Obviously, you know, they, they've got a lot of veteran experience back. And, uh, you know, if Cadence Bossett keeps going the way she's going inside, I mean, I don't know if there's a better pure post player in the league on the girls' side than her. Yeah, Cadence has really developed this year. I mean, she was a nice player last year, but she took that step this year, and she is almost unstoppable at times. I mean, she is a rare player that can, you know, step out to the perimeter and then use her quickness and use her ball handling skills to just blow by post players and get to the basket. You know, the regular season's winding down, and, uh, you know, the, the top-tier teams of the league, you know, still with uh, some key matchups yet uh, to come. I mean, obviously, you know, Tawanda just kind of in uh, their mode of winning ways. Athens playing well, while losing defensively. But, you know, also uh, down in the small school division, I mean, you've got teams like Canton, Northeast Bradford. I mean, teams like that that have really uh, shown some signs this year where, uh, you know, they look like they could be uh, pretty good uh, district-wise uh, coming up here in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, Northeast Bradford's about to wrap up the small school title. They've played really well this year. They've Macy Newber is becoming, you know, one of the best players in the league. And, uh, you know, playing in a small school, maybe it doesn't get noticed as much, but she's as explosive and talented as anybody in the league. And, you know, Lauren Jones is one of the best shooters in the league, and that's a really good team down there. So let's go over to the boys' side of things here for basketball action now. And, Brian, I think if I get asked one more time, uh, who do I compare Ty Barrett to of Troy, I'm just going to have to go with a generic answer. I don't know because that's pretty much uh, what it is. I mean, this kid is just an entity all his own. I don't know if I've seen with my own two eyes uh, a pure combination of ball handling and just an ability to get his own shot like that kid can do. No, I mean, Ty is something special. I mean, the biggest thing is it's just his ability, like you said, to get his shot. His crossover and his footwork is really top-notch. I mean, he can get it open at any time. You know, you'll think you have him guarded. You'll put two people on him, and he'll just cross somebody over, take a step back, and drain the jumper. And, I mean, I think a lot of it is, too, the reason that makes him so special is this is not only a good basketball player. It's a kid that works extremely hard 
And when they talk about ice water in the veins, he really has it. He doesn't get up. He doesn't get down during games. You thought when he got a thousand points out of Mansfield, he doesn't jump up and down and celebrate like some people. It's just it's a business. When he's on the court, he's there to play basketball and to try to win games. You know, I saw it the other night uh, when Troy beat Canton. You know, they had the uh, ball awarding ceremony for his thousandth point there at the Commons Building, and uh, Coach Renzi handed him the ball, and basically he just ran to the crowd quick. You know, handed it off, hugged a relative or two, and you know he was back ready and uh, good for business. But you know, other than Barrett, I mean, you look at this Troy team. And I, they are just workmanlike, man. I mean, you just never know uh, what you're going to get out of this team. And Coach Renzi's just got to be pleased with the depth that they have uh, for that boys' squad. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these other kids, you know, talking workmanlike, these are the football players, the kids that are there, you know, with their unfailed three football season with that run game. You know, Mason M2 is a lineman in football. You know, Dietrich, who plays in the defensive line, guys who are used to working in the trenches in a football game and, they do the same thing on the basketball court. They're out there working. They're out there fighting for rebounds and uh, fighting to play defense. And, you know, that's what helps Troy is that they have some good athletes and they have a lot of depth. And, and you know, definitely going along with that depth, you know, it's just he, he's got guards. He's got forwards. You know, I mean, he's got he's got ball handling and size that uh, Coach Renzi can bring off the bench. I mean, that's lethal, which makes uh, the upcoming matchup next Monday that much more pivotal. I mean, Brian, let's kind of, you know, talk about that a little bit. Let's preview this Troy-Wellsboro matchup coming up uh, this coming Monday. I mean, quite frankly, I think uh, the best two teams when it comes to kind of just their ability to score and their ability to defend, uh, you know, as the season has gone on. Yeah, I mean, the big thing when you talk about Wellsboro is they have Darren Callahan and Darren Callahan is one of the best defenders in the area. I mean, he has shut down just about everybody he's gone up against. I mean, they played Mansfield yesterday and he held Carson Dominic to four points and Dominic had not been in single digits in a single game to start his career. And that is going to be a fun matchup with him and Ty Barrett uh, going head-to-head probably throughout that game. You know, and what I love about Wellsboro is, you know, I had a chance to see them earlier in the season. I think they match up with Troy so well because they have, like, the long, lengthy guys like, uh, you know, Troy does. You know, when you talk about, like, a Dietrich, a Madigan, you know, you look at uh, Wellsboro, you know, with, like, a Callahan, a Keen, you know, other guys they have coming off the bench as well. I really think the key to this matchup uh, coming up on, uh, Monday is going to be, uh, you know, who's going to run with Ty Barrett uh, and be kind of that second scorer for the Trojans coming up Monday. I think that's really going to be uh, what tells the tale because I, I just I don't know if anybody can shut down Ty Barrett. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really who's, uh, you know, can run with Ty. You know, uh, Ethan Van Noy's had some big games there. Nick Williams has had some big games. Zed Oldroyd had a big game the other day coming off the bench. They've got some kids that have uh, – really stepped it up and uh, been the second scorer. And then the other big key, I think it's going to be uh, Liam Manning for Wellsboro has just been, you know, he's been a man possessed inside. He is a double-double machine. He leads the league in double-doubles. And, you know, Troy's guys inside work really hard, and they're – they really uh, put in the work inside, and they're going to have their work cut out for them against Manning inside. You know, it's funny because a couple of weeks ago I was talking uh, with Bob Baker about uh, Noah Spencer over at North Penn Liberty, and just seeing how this kid has transformed uh, this season, it seems like, you know, just like Ty Barrett, this kid's averaging double digits a night and basically putting North Penn Liberty on his back and carrying them through this small school schedule. Yeah, I mean, Noah is really, you know, playing at a high level. I mean, last night watching him over at Sayre, you know, 
they're trailing by two points at the half to Sayer, and then all of a sudden the second half he comes out, he gets to the basket, he hits a three-pointer, and it's almost like he tells them, okay, you know, get on my back, I'm going to carry you guys now, and he's doing that for them. And then the other thing is Brandon Thompson has really taken a step inside for Liberty. I mean, he's always had a lot of size, but now all of a sudden he has the footwork and the game inside to really dominate on both ends of the court for them. Just absolutely fun to see. And, of course, you know, last week uh, had the ability to uh, see the North Penn Mansfield Tigers, uh, you know, as they knocked off the Troy Trojans last Friday. Uh, Coach Kipper Burley, I mean, he just finds a way to get the most out of his kids. Of course, Carson Dominic, uh, another great uh, stellar season for him. But, you know, it just seems, you know, as the season goes on, uh, they may have started slow, but it's like now he's finally found the way uh, to reach his players and get that team playing well despite the fact that they dropped a tough one to Wellsboro. Yeah, I mean, early in the year, you could tell they have some young people on that team. You know, Carson Dominic's a freshman. Brody Burley's a young player. And guys that are really trying to find themselves. And as the year's gone on, they've really started to come alive. But then on top of that, you have Alex Stein at guard. And Alex is probably one of the most underrated players you'll ever find. I mean, there is not a coach in the league that wouldn't die to have him in their starting lineup. I mean, that kid does everything right. And he runs the team out on the court. And, you know, I think he's really started to take over that leadership role. And all the younger kids are just kind of following him now. And it's really paying off. Now, of course, you know, let's take the turn and uh, we'll end this uh, basketball conversation uh, with the Canton Warriors. You know, a team down in the small school that really, you know, they've been up, they've been down. I mean, they have moments where they look really good. They have moments where, you know, you just don't know, like, what what's going to be the prospects for this team moving forward. But I do know this much. If Isaiah Nimzik has the ball in his hands, special things can happen. I mean, I don't know if there's a kid in the league who can get to the basket it as easy as that kid now Ty Barrett can get his shot but Nimzik just seems to have that easy flow to be able to put the ball on the floor and get to the hoop yeah I mean the one thing is you know Ty is a pure basketball player no question about it Isaiah though might be the most physically athletically gifted kid in the league I mean there is nothing he can't do athletically on the court I mean he can fly over people he can outrun people up and down the court you know as he keeps playing, every game you see it, he's starting to figure out more and more that there really isn't anybody that can match up with him athletically. And when he really decides he wants to take over games, he is almost unstoppable at times. I'll tell you what, it's been a really fun basketball season. I know that, uh, you know, and now, of course, uh, we're taking the turn, getting ready for the end of the regular season. We've got districts coming up for basketball and wrestling, and, uh, you know, I know it's going to be a busy time for both of us for sure coming up here. So, uh, Brian Fees, uh, the Daily Review sports editor, dude, thank you so much again for taking some time this week to talk some hoops here on the podcast, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up a little bit as the postseason rolls around. No problem. Sounds good. Thanks, Shane. At Mansfield University, we're proud to offer affordable, life-changing education with more than 40 degree programs. From two-year degrees to bachelor's and master's programs, Mansfield University has something for everyone. Small class sizes allow students to receive a personalized, hands-on education, making the value of your degree go even further. Learn how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. 
Is it that night of the week where nobody feels like cooking and you just want some good food? Then you need to get a hold of the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. That's right, with a full menu of entrees, appetizers, and everything in between, you'll love the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. If you want pizza, wings, stromboli, steaks, and more, call the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Dine in or take out. 570-673-8777. That's the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. Remember, like them on Facebook. Welcome back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Shane Wilber here with you. Happy to be with you, bringing you another edition after a couple of weeks off. Unfortunately, like I said, with the weather and uh, having to readjust the radio schedule, didn't really have a lot of downtime and uh, was able to finally get some this week. So here we go with yet another great edition. Of course, want to thank Brian Fees again for stopping by this week to talk hoops. We'll do it a little more coming up later in the podcast as I'll have the opportunity to sit down with with head coach Rob Gentile of the undefeated Tawanda Lady Black Knights. So that'll be fun coming up a little bit later on. Also still to come here in just a little bit, we're going to talk with Ed Weaver from Circle W Sports, one of the great sponsors here of the podcast. We'll talk with him about some of the great things he's got in development, including the redesign of the NTL Sports website that's just been done a little bit ago. We'll talk with him uh, with some uh, rebrands as well he's got in the works too to uh, you know kind of give him some promotion coming up uh, with a lot of great things going on with Circle W Sports. So yes, that's on the horizon coming up here as well this week. But as I said, you know, we've talked some basketball here uh, in the early going, but I think it's time we get into some wrestling talk. Of course, the North Sectional Tournament is on the horizon coming up this weekend at Athens Area High School. Uh, I'll be there again to cover the championship finals on Wiggle 100. However, I do encourage you to follow me on Twitter at Wiggle Shane, or of course, uh, you can follow me uh, on Shane on Wiggle 100 as well on Facebook as we'll have some updates going all throughout the day uh, on the Facebook page there and of course on the Wiggle 100 Facebook page too. So uh, you can follow us in all kinds of different uh, scenarios uh, as far as updates and stuff go throughout the days. And, of course, uh, we're going to have some live updates, too, that you can hear on Wiggle 100 if you're going to be out and about traveling. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, some updates that we'll be circling uh, through on uh, the podcast, or not the podcast, but uh, on Wiggle 100 uh, throughout the daytime on Saturday. You know, just some quick recaps and such, just to keep people in the loop uh, if you're not able to uh, be watching any of the live streams or, uh, you know, you might be uh, just kind of curious about how the action's going. So let's uh, talk some NTL wrestling. Uh, the, N the North sectional brackets, I should say, not out. So don't really have uh, any comparisons to put down uh, as far as that goes. Uh, I can tell you, though, uh, you know, some of the things that uh, I'm going to be looking forward to coming up here at this weekend's sectional tournament. Uh, the first thing is uh, seeing the Canton wrestlers back on the mat again, you know, for the first time since late January. I mean, this team and uh, this bunch of kids has not seen any live action as far as against competition since the latter part of January. So uh, to be able to see this group come back out, uh, that'll be fun. You know, definitely looking forward to seeing the sectional brackets to see where some of these Canton kids are going to end up. 
up uh, as far as weights go uh, coming up this Saturday uh, at Athens. Another thing I'm uh, curious about uh, going into this weekend is, you know, the addition of Jersey Shore into this north sectional bracket. I mean, I've seen some of the uh, NTL teams, most of them uh, minus Y losing. I didn't get a chance to see the Rams this year. But, you know, at the north sectional tournament, uh, we bring in uh, Jersey Shore. Obviously, you know, Sullivan County is going to be coming into this as well. So I'm uh, just kind of curious to see, you know, uh, kind of some of the, uh, uh, I guess I want to say, uh, wrestling competition that uh, Jersey Shore is going to bring to this weekend. I know, you know, kind of just in talking with people outside of the NTL, uh, you know, uh, Jersey Shore uh, bringing in uh, Liam Goodrich at uh, 132 pounds. So uh, Goodrich will be there. He's been, uh, you know, kind of a uh, quality wrestler for that Jersey Shore squad over the last couple of years. And uh, Gabe Packer as well, up at 189 pounds too. So, you know, a couple of Bulldogs uh, that could be, uh, you know, kind of a thorn in the NTL side coming up here this weekend and of course you know you just never know at the sectional tournament I think that's what I love about the sectional tournament in general is the fact that you know we've seen kids come out of elimination matches and make it all the way to the finals I mean we've seen kids who we thought might be in the finals end up in the consolation finals so I mean you just really don't know uh, when it comes to uh, this weekend and then of course you know you've got your your returning state qualifiers obviously you know, Gavin Bradley of Athens, he's going to be focused and ready to go for this weekend. I mean, he knows that, uh, you know, his uh, junior year is definitely another stepping stone for him. Obviously, a state place winner a year ago, really looking to uh, increase his statute uh, coming forward. And, of course, the first stepping stone will be uh, coming up on Saturday at sectionals. Nate Higley, Sullivan County. This is going to be his senior year, his last hurrah at 145 pounds, maybe 152. I've heard probably more likely 45 for him uh, coming up this weekend. So, I mean, the, the sectional tournament is definitely not going to be shy of uh, returning state qualifiers. Of course, you got Hayden Ward and Derek Atherton-Neely of Canton as well. So, I mean, we've got, uh, you know, so, some interesting storylines heading into this north sectional tournament for sure. Something else I'm kind of curious about going into this weekend. Uh, how many of Tawanda's kids are going to be back uh, filling the brackets uh, for this weekend as well? Will we get the opportunity uh, to see Evan Johnson back uh, for the Tawanda Black Knights? Unfortunately, uh, he's been out uh, since the tournament at Athens. Hopefully, you know, we get a chance to see him back out on the mat. I mean, I think he's got the potential for a really good uh, season going here uh, in the postseason if he can be back. Obviously, you know, he's a quality grappler uh, as well. You know, and then, of course, uh, you've got uh, North. Northeast Bradford, uh, a team that, you know, did not have as much success dual meet wise, but still, you know, a team with Jack Shumway, uh, Riki's up at the top. I mean, uh, just a lot of talent spread along the uh, NTL circuit. Of course, you've got uh, Sips and uh, Sotolano over in uh, Williamson, a couple other kids, you know, that I'm looking forward to uh, seeing this weekend as well. And then, of course, uh, you know, uh, there's uh, some brackets this weekend that I think are going to have a little more intrigue than others. I think one of the brackets I'm looking most forward to coming up this weekend is the 106-pound bracket. That's right, the lightweight bracket at uh, the sectional tournament. Uh, you've got, you know, the uh, the car kid from Wyalusing, Clayton Carr. Uh, you'll have Cohen Landis of Canton in there. Uh, Kenyon Slater from Troy, who I saw wrestle at 113 pounds uh, against uh, Tawanda, uh, has actually, from what I've been told, uh, 
via inside sources uh, has won the 106 pound slot for the uh, North Sectional Tournament for the postseason. And, uh, you know, he's a freshman, too, that I think could uh, really make this bracket interesting. You know, I mean, we don't know what Jersey Shore's bringing. We don't really know what Sullivan County's bringing to this North Sectional bracket. But regardless, I think that 106-pound bracket, that one could be a lot of fun. I like 160 as well, possibly, depending on if all the kids stay there who I think should be there. But uh, I think a 160 bracket that could potentially uh, have Carter Rood, Riley Parker and Colburn Nolan uh, seems to be uh, a, a pretty nice uh, bracket to have as well uh, coming up here this weekend too. So definitely uh, going to be a lot of great talent, a lot of great matches. And like I said, uh, keep watching uh, on Wiggle 100 to keep listening, I should say, to Wiggle 100 all throughout the day for updates and, of course, uh, the championship finals, which will be at 4 o'clock on Saturday. I'll have the coverage starting uh, right around 3.30, 3.40 uh, for the North sectional coverage on Saturday uh, for the championship finals as well. Now, of course, you know, uh, with this year's tournament with COVID, they're not allowing spectators in. So definitely uh, want to encourage you, you know, to keep an eye on Wiggle 100 uh, for all those updates throughout the day. Now, another interesting wrinkle that's uh, being thrown into the sectional tournaments this year, uh, instead of the normal four that uh, usually qualify and make their way onto the district tournament. Unfortunately, this year it is only going to be three qualifiers that will come out of this North sectional tournament. So that's going to make the consolation finals uh, that much more intriguing as well coming up on Saturday. So yes, the championship uh, finals, you definitely want to win to get a better seed going into the district tournament. But uh, the consolation finals, I mean, that's going to be win or go home coming up on Saturday. So <laughs> I'm telling you, I think those could provide uh, a lot of fun uh, for those who will be listening on Saturday and or uh, watching via live streams too. Regardless, uh, anybody who makes it into those consolation finals, you're going to see kids go to another level, I think, on Saturday uh, waiting for uh, you know their opportunity to potentially qualify uh, for the district tournament next week. But uh, you know, like I said, you got to handle your business at the sectional tournament before you can worry about uh, moving on to the next round. So looking forward to it. And again, uh, a big thanks to Athens Area High School for being the host this year for uh, this year's sectional tournament. And uh, looking forward to being there and uh, calling the live action on Wiggle 100 in the championship finals. And like I said, those will be at 4 o'clock on Saturday. And, of course, uh, you know, you can uh, listen to all that coming up on Wiggle and, of course, uh, Wiggle100.com and follow updates, too. Uh, on the Wiggle 100 Facebook page and or uh, my Facebook page as well, Shane on Wiggle 100. So, ah, man, plenty of stuff coming up, I'm telling you. It's absolutely crazy. Now, uh, on the dual meet side here in NTL Wrestling, uh, as of late, uh, you know, the, uh, the schedule's been uh, kind of busy, some makeups and such that uh, have been going on so quickly. Let's uh, just quickly get some uh, scores that have been going on uh, in the... Uh, NTL as of late. Uh, I know Troy has had some makeup matches. They've also had the uh, duels down at Meadowbrook Christian as well. But uh, for the Trojans, they have been on a little bit of a uh, hot streak here as far as their duels go. I mean, they've got wins uh, over North Penn Liberty, Northeast Bradford, Tawanda. Uh, also, uh, let's see here, Columbia Montour, Votech, Halifax, Williamson. And, of course, uh, you know, that was uh, good through the early part of the month. And then 
a couple of league duels with Wyalusing and Athens did not go the way the Trojans wanted. But, you know, for uh, Troy, you know, still a solid year with a team that is building. Wyalusing and Athens, of course, two teams that have had great years. And, uh, you know, as far as their seasons have gone, uh, looking at the District 4 standings, because, well, I mean, team duels are scheduled to go after the individual postseason uh, is completed. But uh, looking at the team duel standings right now uh, for uh, the NTL, we've got uh, teams in the top 10. Canton right now sitting at 2, Wyalusing at 6, and Athens sitting at 10. Athens 15-9 and nine on the year, Wyalusing 9-3, Canton just 7-0, but the winning percentages uh, helping the Warriors stay in that two seed. Now, of course, I don't know, you know how many teams will actually stay in duels. That's going to be interesting to find out as well. I know some teams uh, as of right now have not opted out, which is a good thing. So hopefully we'll have a full slate of 16 heading into district duels here uh, as the postseason goes on after the individual postseason. But we will have to wait and see on that. So uh, sadly, you know, as I said, no sectional brackets uh, yet at the time of this recording, but uh, hopefully I'll have the opportunity to uh, get those and maybe do uh, a Facebook Live or something on the NTL podcast Facebook page coming up uh, once those brackets come out. But still wanted to get some wrestling talk in here, kind of uh, give you a little preview, a uh, little insight as uh, you know to what uh, I was looking forward to as far as sectionals go this weekend, give you a little update on the district standings as well so that's where we are with all of that and uh, like I said hopefully uh, if the brackets come out and I get a chance to analyze those a little bit maybe I'll uh, hop on the uh, NTL Now podcast Facebook page with a Facebook live uh, a little bit later this week and uh, get that taken care of and uh, do a little bracketology that'll definitely be fun I'll tell you something else that is fun and that is technology now of course all of us out there you know we love going to websites we love getting our uh, you know our, our information from websites and uh, that of course is no different here in the northern tier league i mean we've had a great website given to us in the ntl and ntlsports.com and of course the piaa district 4 website at piaad4.net well the creator of those ed weaver and uh, the uh, band behind the keyboard comes your way next right here on the ntl now podcast as we thank his great business circle w sports and we'll be back with more right here on the NTL Now podcast. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports. The new name in the game for high school sports. Welcome back here on the NTL Now podcast. Of course, he is the owner, operator, and pretty much the tech-savvy genius behind Circle W Sports, a great sponsor here of the NTL Now podcast. It gives me great pleasure this week to welcome in Ed Weaver. Ed, so glad to be able to catch up with you again, my friend. Good to hear from you too, Shane. You're giving me a lot of credit right out the right out the bat here. Well, you know, I mean, I figure if credit is due, credit should be given. And in this instance, 
credit should be given. So that's uh, the the kind of the way that uh, I'm going to roll with it. But uh, no, seriously, I mean, it's been, uh, you know, a, a long time. I know, you know, our, our schedules have been uh, pretty busy, you know, on the broadcasting side. You obviously behind the scenes trying to keep up uh, with the league, with District 4. I mean, kind of uh, catch us up on uh, some of the things going on with Circle W Sports these days. Well, yeah, you talk about it. it has been it has been a crazy uh, you know a, a crazy year. It was a it was a crazy 2020, uh, and then it's it's starting to be a crazy uh, 2021. So uh, a lot of things have been going on kind of behind the scenes. We uh, you know during quarantine uh, we took the opportunity to rewrite our entire uh, our entire pro or uh, platform rather uh, from the ground up to to make it a lot faster and more easy to use and. Uh, Hopefully we'll uh, we'll pick up uh, some more teams that want to help uh, you know uh, with the promotion side. But yeah, we uh, we we took a we took a negative and, and tried to turn it into a positive. And uh, you know uh, one of the things that we did also when uh, redesigning not only my website and my platform but uh, the NPL uh, website as well. So. Yeah, it was, it's been um, it's been a busy few months to say the least. Now, of course, you know, folks out there, I encourage you to go and check out ntlsports.com. That entire website has been revamped, as Ed said, pretty much uh, from the ground up. So, you know, Ed, I'm curious, you know, some of the uh, maybe uh, brainstorming or talking points or whatever that went into kind of that revamp of the NTL site. I mean, was this something that uh, was maybe with input uh, from the athletic directors? I mean, just you and your crew. I mean, what really led to this whole new revamp of the site? Uh, there was some there was some input from uh, from my fellow ads uh, definitely uh, a lot of it really was just uh, you know comments from the general public and I like to I like to refresh uh, my designs every you know every handful of years and I mean uh, we haven't uh, we're going on year four here helping out the northern tier league so uh, we figured you know now is about as good a time as any to to refresh and you know I kind of like to you know, to take my, uh, examples, uh, you know, from the collegiate and the professional levels. And, uh, yeah, really, that was, that was really just about it. It was, uh, you know, it was time to, you know, it was, it was time to, to just, uh, bring it, you know, bring it up to web standards. Like I said, I, I like to refresh things every few years. And, uh, you know, as you, as you grow, as you learn new things, you like to incorporate all that. And like I said, kind of, you know, when I started, uh, or, restarted rather building circle w it just kind of you know went hand in hand and you know the the new league website uses a, a whole new templating system that i built so hopefully i can get information out there a lot quicker uh we can change you know links more on the fly so it kind of fits in more of the you know true kind of content management system that you see a lot of you know websites use uh it's my kind of twist on things but yeah uh, really a lot of input from uh, all over the place and just want to make it, you know, easier to use, more mobile friendly, uh, focus more on content. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what went into everything. You know, from an outsider's perspective, because I, I want people to appreciate just how much work, how much effort goes into keeping all of uh, this information that uh, you know you bring to uh, all the NTL sports fans, all the District 4 sports fans, uh, you know, up to date as much as possible. I mean, uh, kind of, you know, from a behind-the-scenes perspective, kind of give us an, an idea of, you know, uh, how many hours it takes in a day to uh, keep all of this stuff uh, fresh so that uh, all of us sports fans out there can uh, appreciate and enjoy all the work that you do. Oh, man. 
uh, on a normal basis, well, it kind of depends on, you know, how many sporting events are going on at any given night. Uh, this year has been particularly busy because of a lot of like the wrestling duels. I think there's been more, you know, dual, dual meets, dual matches, uh, you know, just to kind of get stuff in instead of, you know, you're just your, your single, you know, duels, but, uh, it can, it kind of varies depending on, you know, what, what's going on tonight. But, uh, I do a lot of checking on Twitter, uh, a lot of checking on, uh, you know, the, the power rankings website, uh, that, uh, the athletic directors use to input their scores. Uh, on a nightly basis. So between that, uh, emails from coaches, emails from the ABs. I mean, you know, there's, it's almost been 24 seven, you know, this year, just with all the changes that we've had to make due to, due to COVID and rescheduling. And now you add, you know, we're in the winter season. So you add a uh, snow days on top of all that stuff. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's pretty, you know, 24 seven, you know, around the clock. I mean, I'm basically glued to my phone and my computer as it is. So, uh, Luckily, I, I stay on top of it fairly well. But, I mean, anywhere on a given night, uh, maybe three, four, five hours, depending on the type of sports, you know, that are going on. I mean, we're we're constantly trying to, you know, make sure our statistical leaders are up to date, uh, make sure the, the big thing for us is the league standings, make sure that's uh, up to date where, uh, you know, we constantly talk back and forth with all the, the sports reporters in the area. Uh, I mean, I almost have, you know, every single one of those guys on speed dial, you know, checking for checking for scores or checking for stats and making sure that, you know, everybody kind of has all the same info and I can, you know, almost kind of be that hub for everybody. So it, it does take a lot of, uh, excuse me, a lot of, uh, a lot of work behind the scenes to get all this done. And I, I can't do it myself. I, I work with a great crew here at Circle W, uh, you know, and a lot of them work uh, other jobs too. So this isn't just their primary job. They they really help me out. They put in a lot of work behind the scenes that nobody really thinks of, and I just can't do it without them. So you know, I, I'm curious. You know, tell me uh, some of the feedback you're getting now uh, as far as uh, you know the the work that you've done uh, for the for the NTL site. I, I know you've got uh, some other projects in the work too, or in the works as well. Uh, so so tell me uh, some of the feedback and stuff that's uh, been coming your way here. So far, it's been pretty positive. Uh, everybody seems to like the like the new look. They they think it's a lot easier to use. Um, as far as you know, I think uh, you know the league is has really liked it. Their athletic directors they like it. You know, stuff is a lot easier to navigate. Uh, it's laid out a little bit better uh, to make information easier to find. And you know, we're also adding in some you know some cool history aspects too. So uh, you know, we have the last you know two to three years worth of league champions up there, which you know, hasn't been made public before unless, you know, you walk into a gymnasium and you see all the stuff, but we're, we're sifting through all that data as I, as each gym that I go to, I, you know, take pictures of all the banners hanging up on the wall. So we're, we're compiling all of that data and hopefully we'll get some, you know, some individual records here uh, on the site as well. But uh, not only this site, I mean, we're, we're redoing a uh, district force website and everything that I actually sent, uh, the link out to the NTL site to uh, to the leadership of District 4, and they really liked it and said that they can't wait to see the new redesign of the District 4 website. So that's coming here and hopefully the next month. Uh, and some of the other projects we're working on, we're revamping Montgomery's website to, again, use this use this templating system and uh, give them a, a fresh and updated look. And we'll go through all the Wellsboro websites that, uh, that we offer and we run kind of the flagship websites and and do the same. So, I mean, really, it's 
it's about promoting the kids. It's about promoting the teams. It's about making stuff easier to use all from, you know, top to bottom. Ed, you know, I got to commend you as, uh, you know, we're talking with Ed Weaver from Circle W Sports here. Uh, you know, some of the things you've done uh, just to bring uh, these websites kind of uh, up to par with, you know, a lot of the other uh, area districts, a lot of the other area leagues has been second to none. But, you know, something else that uh, caught my eye that's been going on uh, with Circle W Sports is it's more than just, you know, what we see in the websites, Ed, uh, I want you to talk a little bit about this uh, recent trip uh, you had down in Bloomsburg. I saw, you know, you've kind of uh, partnered with, what did I see, Vapor Trail 247, I think, was uh, the name of the yep. organization. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, kind of tell me about this this project that uh, you've got in the works with that. Well, that was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a fun uh, day down with uh, Coach Hughes and uh, the Vapor Trail staff and it. Uh, Tom has been a, a client of mine since uh, since Jump Street. So, I mean, he's been, you know, my los, my most loyal uh, customer outside of, you know, Wellsboro and Montgomery here. He's been with me since day one when we uh, really we met, uh, you know, at the District 4 Combine. He wanted to sponsor the Combine. And then after we got talking, he said, hey, I kind of I need my website. And he's going to be another one here that we're going to be redesigning to, uh, you know, to update his content and fresh it up. He uh, he has a lot of new uh, new stuff that's uh, in the works, so we can't wait to display that. But, yeah, so what we were doing down in Bloomsbury a couple weekends ago, we were actually testing out an app that I wrote. Uh, one of the products that I have launching here very soon, it's called Performance Tracker. And what that does is that is an app for all the combines, so like the District 4 the football combine, but it can really be used for any single sport. Uh, but the whole thing came from uh, my involvement in the District 4 football combine, so what we were doing is basically, you know, you have the kids that are performing the events, you have the staff that are kind of running the events, and then really, you know, for the certain events, it's, you know, if you're running the 40, you have a stopwatch, and then a guy uh, with a pen and clipboard, you know, writing down all the, the numbers and then the times, the numbers and the times. Well, for the last, you know, few years, we've, you know, when we've compiled all this data, uh, we've been going through, and, you know, depending on what type of event it is, so like the 40, there could be three or four different clipboards depending on how many lines are out there. So you have to sift through, you know, three or four different clipboards to find the quickest time for each of these kids. And we were figuring out, you know, it was taking, you know, anywhere from six and a half to eight hours just to compile all this data. When I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to make myself an app that'll collect it automatically. So basically we're replacing, the app is replacing the guy that holds the, the clipboard. So all he does now, or whoever is working this event, is input the number that the kid is registered under and whatever their time or measurable is. So, uh, you know, person, you know, 123 runs a 4.5940. He puts those numbers in, hits send, it goes right to my server, automatically goes. And then the other cool thing that we're going to be doing here is uh, we're going to have a companion public app for this. Uh, so parents, fans, uh, you know, college coaches and scouts and high school coaches, instead of bugging the kids themselves where they're, while they're trying to compete, you know, during these events, they can pull up this app and then say, okay, I want to look up, uh, you know, Danny Smith's, uh, time in the 40. Well, I browse to him, find it, and then here's his times that he ran. So just kind of a, you know, an interactive, uh, way to do this, almost like, you know, the NFL combine. So. Uh, yeah, that's that was what we were doing down in Bloomsburg. We were kind of doing a field test for that to make sure that, uh, number one, that we were able to enter the data in correctly. Number two, it was getting processed correctly. 
And then number three, we were seeing the, you know, the end results on our system. And I mean, everything worked great. Um, you know, coach Hughes, I mean, we, we pretty much, you know, kind of set this up in just a couple of days. And I said, Hey, when, when can I come down and you know do this? He goes, come down this Sunday. We have a, you know, a, an older group that's going to be here around noon. So we went down and we just, we just had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Dude, I love hearing about all these great projects you have in the works. It <laughs> seems like there's always something new uh, with Circle W Sports, which is great. So, Ed, uh, you know, I want to give you a quick moment here before we get you out of here. Uh, just kind of give some folks out there who may want to, uh, you know, utilize the services of Circle W Sports. How can folks out there uh, reach you or get in contact uh, with Circle W? You can contact me online at, at Circle W Sports on Facebook and Twitter, CircleWSports.com. Uh, if you uh, send a message through either the NTL or the D4 websites, those come to me as well. And uh, just uh, you know, so you know, we have some uh, 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 breaking news here that we're going to put out here at the beginning of next week. Uh, pretty big, uh, pretty big announcement for us, and uh, we're pumped, and we can't wait to uh, share it with everybody else. Ed Weaver, you are a man of technology. I love it. It's awesome, and it's definitely benefiting uh, everybody here in the Northern Tier League. Folks, I encourage you to go check out ntlsports.com, the newly revamped and refreshed website. Ed and his staff uh, doing a crackerjack job there to uh, bring that up to par as well. So, Ed, thank you so much for taking some time here this week, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you uh, in these future endeavors you have going on with Circle W Sports. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, that's Ed Weaver from Circle W Sports right here on the podcast this week. Folks, stick around. Coming up next here on this week's podcast, we're going to have a sit-down with Tawanda Black Knights girls coach Rob Gentile. That's right, the Lady Knights are undefeated. We talk with Coach Gentile next, coming up after these messages right here on the NTL Now podcast. Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim Mackinich today, 570-404-7815. Or for more information, visit maxdrivingacademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. He is the head coach of the 11-0 Tawanda Lady Black Knights, and it gives me great pleasure here on the NTL Now podcast to welcome in Rob Gentile. And uh, Coach Gentile, thank you so much for taking some time this week on the podcast, my friend. Well, thanks for having me. I, I look forward to it. 
Rob, I got to tell you, it has been uh, quite a season for you and the Lady Knights. I mean, you're you're the new guy on the block. Like, this team has been together already for a little bit of time. Uh, you're the new guy in, you know, first year with this squad. I mean, what were you, what were you thinking about, uh, you know, taking this job and uh, finally trying to, uh, you know, mesh this girl, mesh these girls, I should say, with uh, the type of coach that you are? Well, uh, kind of truth, truth be told, I <laughs> I wasn't really looking looking forward to it uh, uh, initially. And, you know, this obviously is a group I, I saw him play a few times last year, and and uh, obviously it was pretty easy to see the athletic ability and the and the talent that they had. Um, but quite honestly, I was looking forward to my my kids are all gone. I'm an empty nester now, and I was looking forward to kind of making my life about me for a while, but. Uh, after some consideration and thought, you know, we uh, I talked to my daughter about it, my wife about it. They were both supportive and, and decided to give it a go. And was you know from day one, as soon as the decision was made, we were we we were all pretty excited about it. I mean, this has got to be, you know, an interesting uh, kind of dynamic for everybody involved. I mean, you've got this team, uh, a, a very talented group, and, you know, you've got uh, the COVID situation that you have to deal with as well, not knowing, you know, what's coming night to night. I mean, how do you, you know, kind of in your first year back uh, adjust with all of this that's been going on around you this year? Yeah, it was it was kind of right from the right from the start we you know we had a little late start uh joe and i didn't get hired until probably i don't know must have been early mid-july and i talked to paul and you know i don't, I, I try not to bug athletes when they're getting into their fall sports and of course at that time it was still up in the air but uh we, we were really wanted to get him in the gym do more to meet him and get through that feeling out period early on uh in august so we had a couple weeks there right before they started their the fall sports season and the, and the help that was delayed a little bit so we could get some open gyms in and we had great participation and you know got to know each other and initially we didn't you know we worked on skill work but we didn't really start installing anything at that point i just wanted to see him play and see where we were and you know what we need to focus on as we kind of approach the season and uh you know we were we were still leery as the fall season went on and you know, we were we were hopeful and thankful that they were able to get through that successfully. So it kind of gave us a, you know, some, some a glimmer of hope that we were actually going to have a season. You know, and uh, it was really a blessing for everybody, in particular our seniors. You know, we have five, you know, pretty committed seniors who played basketball together and a lot of sports together for quite some time. And and uh, you know, right from day one, they never missed a beat. They were they kind of set the tone for everybody. They they were at every open gym, every session that we had, you know, and and uh, and I was I was just happy for them more than anything else. You know, now let's put the focus on the season that has been. I mean, eleven and zero, a team that you know just seems to uh, be able to win however they want to. You know, whether or not they want to run with the offense, or you know, as we saw this past Saturday against Athens, a team who who can grind it out. You know, and I got my first look at your team this past Saturday in that Athens game, and you know, I got to tell you, uh, I know Paige Manchester and Portia Bennett. You know, a lot of the headlines go that direction, but you know, I had the opportunity I was talking with Brian Fees a little bit earlier in this podcast and I said what I love about this Tawanda team is it's not just the main pieces but they are just basically a sum of all the parts and the support and the depth that comes off that bench as well
well. And, uh, you know, I just love your squad top to bottom. I agree 100%. I, you know, we, we say it every day. We feel, I feel like we've got 14 kids that can play. Um, and even at the varsity level, we have some, we got some young players that, you know, we, we try to give them some spots here and there and some meaningful minutes during, uh, regular games. But as I tell them, sometimes they're in a little bit of a numbers crunch to really, you know, to get that full experience. But, and we put kids in and, and our offensive system and philosophy that really I've learned over the last few years. This is all new. Everything we do right now is new to me as well. Stuff I picked up kind of on the AU circuit with my daughter, et cetera, and her program. Um, but it's really designed for five people, you know, to, to be successful and, and, and have to contribute, you know, our, our offense and our system, uh, or our, our style of play kind of suits obviously the the long athletes we have out front so sometimes they get you know they get the, the headlines and the press and the, and the numbers because of their length and getting turnovers and obviously i learned a long time ago you you, you try to put your, your your athletes in positions to be successful and we got some some pretty uh athletic and dynamic kids like Porsche and get out and go and and Paige sees the floor really well and you know when you put them at the front of the press you know sometimes the when you get in those situations, they're they're the ones that are going to put the points on the board. But when it comes down to it, you know, in our when we do get into our offense, and we we need five people to score at all times. You know, you and know, sometimes it's not real conducive for a player like Aaron Barrett when we're when we're running that style. But you know, she's a hammer inside, and, and she can play with the best of them. And, and there's situations like came up Saturday where she just challenged herself and and played possessed and and really showed what she could do. I was really proud of her. You know, and speaking along those lines, you know, I would almost argue that, you know, it is almost conducive, you know, for those supporting players because, you know, as we saw, you know, that uh, Saturday, you know, there's going to be days when either uh, Portia or Paige, you know, one of those two is going to struggle. And, you know, I think uh, what we saw out of your team is uh, the ability for your girls to come in and battle. You know, like you said, an Aaron Barrett who steps up, you know, puts in double figures. I love Gracie Schoonover as just, you know, a player off the bench. I mean, you don't find players, you know, with that length, that size, you know, that ability to get inside and battle, uh, you know, on everyday uh, high school girls basketball. So, like I said, I mean, top to bottom, this squad uh, really just seems to play very well together, and they seem to complement each other so well. They do, and, and uh, the funny part is is they I, they really enjoy playing with each other, too, you know, and, and you know, and that's some of the stuff that we really worked hard on is, is just being disciplined and, and focused in practice and making it a, a complete team. And, and really, uh, you know, one of the things we always say is numbers can't matter. You know, at the end of the day, there's only there's only two numbers in the game that, that really mean anything, and that's the two on the scoreboard. And, and really, that's not even the end all. You know, if, if they play hard, they compete hard, um, they're going to put themselves in a position to win. And and uh you know right now things are going well for us but uh and, and we're we're super happy and proud to be where we're at you know with the record that we've got but uh we say i tell them every day uh we're, we're every time we walk in the gym after a win i tell them we're zero and zero you know it's it's we go game by game we try not to look ahead and and just play the opponent in front of us so but like we get contributions that's Another thing that I, I said from the beginning, you know, I, in a unique situation when I can bring two six-footers off the bench with, with Gracie Schoonover and her abilities and size and ability to block shots and rebound and 
Kennedy Backyard, another kid came back this year in their senior year and, and uh, you know, just, just a really hardworking kid and battles for everything she gets. She rebounds the ball well. She gives us that added size. And, and we also have some guards that really haven't gotten a lot of opportunities that I that I know could compete as well. So um, it's, a, it's a nice, unique situation to be in for sure. Talking with head coach Rob Gentile from the Tawanda Lady Knights basketball team. And, Coach, you know, I know you, uh, you know, your job is to preach to your team, hey, you know, we're zero and zero. You know, we got to take this one game at a time. You're a coach. You're human. You know what's on the horizon. Uh, is there a part of you that has already started, you know, maybe looking outside of the league, trying to see, you know, uh, what some of the other teams who you may see at a later point, you know, uh, come district time uh, might bring and uh, where you might be strong, where, you know, you might already be seeing where your team needs to improve? Yeah, well, absolutely. We, uh, you know, n nobody likes to look ahead, but you always have to be prepared. And uh, I, quite honestly, I think we're in probably the most difficult class in district, all of district four girls basketball and in triple, yeah, triple A uh, with Bloomsburg, who is, you know, um, I, I don't think just one of the best teams in the district. I think they're one of the best teams in the state. And, uh, and also Loyal Stock, who is extremely well coached. They have a great program and they've been doing that for a long time. So, you know, yeah, we do keep an eye on, on where we're, where we're at. Uh, I know there were some changes in the, in the district seating since the last time, which is fair. Um, I, I'm 100% on board with it. it. Used to be just based on your, your overall record. Um, and you know, quite honestly, um, there's a little different in the, not so much the talent level, but the competition level, you know, you get the Heartland Conference, those teams kind of beat the crap out of each other every night. And I think they get a little added experience that we may not get up here. Um, so, but like, you know, with, with the percentage, I'm still not, I still, I'm not a math person. I teach high school biology, so math isn't isn't great to me, and the and the formula that they use, etc. But we keep an eye on it pretty daily. I just all right, Coach, so we will end it this uh, way here this week. And, again, thank you again for uh, taking some time here. But, Coach, uh, one final question uh, to get you out of here this week uh, before you're off to uh, do some more preparation with your team. I mean, what is the limit for this Tawanda team? Should they play their best ball at all times? I mean, is this a team that really uh, it doesn't uh, know just how good they are and has really not even scratched the surface of uh, how good they can be? I, yeah, exactly. I, I We talk about that all the time. I don't think I've talked to Paul Lance, you know, who's been involved with this program. A lot of the successes has really you know of, of their abilities at this point has nothing to do with me i haven't developed any of those kids it's just kind of putting it together but you know and paul and i talked about it i don't think they've even scratched the surface as to how good they can be will we ever get there uh this year i don't know you know we've had a lot of limited time limited access right now we're playing mostly games and very few practices but uh you know we, we, we just strive to get better every night regardless of our competition you know um in the past, I know they like to they like to get out and run and trap and press and and so when we have opportunities to really kind of work in a half court set and and work on the fundamental things in our offense and our and really our defensive concepts, we try to do that as much as possible. And I told them from day one, you're probably not likely to score as many points as you did in the past just because of the style that we're gonna we're gonna play. And I know how they like to play, and and we do that 
you know, as much as we can and, and when they need to, and we need to change the tempo of the game. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, you got to be good at a lot of things to, to compete at that level, you know. And uh, so I mean, that's going to happen soon. We still have some, some big non-league games coming up. Uh, we go to Sullivan Saturday. That's a little different style than we're used to seeing. We have uh, Paul was able to get us another game with Northeast Bradford right before district play, which we're excited to have that opportunity again because they're they're outstanding. I think they're a lot better than than uh, what we what we saw the first time. I think they've developed throughout the year, and uh, we're just we're anxious to go, and we'll we'll see where it takes us. He's the head coach of the 11-0 Tawanda Lady Black Knights, first year at the helm. Coach Rob Gentile, and Coach, it's been a great ride for you so far. Much continued success to you and, uh, you know, the future in uh, building this program, but definitely enjoy the rest of this season, uh, you know, as, uh, you know, you guys have put on a great show so far. So, Coach, best of luck to you the rest of the way, and uh, keep doing what you're doing because obviously it's working well down there in Tawanda. Well, thanks, Dan. I appreciate it, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Wrapping things up on this week's NTL Now podcast. Again, want to remind all the listeners out there that you can tune in for North Sectional Wrestling coverage all throughout the day as we will have recap updates on Wiggle 100 all throughout the day on Saturday. And then, of course, the championship finals coming up uh, late Saturday afternoon. Championship finals scheduled for 4 o'clock. We'll start coverage probably around 3.30, 3.40 on Saturday afternoon. I'll have the call for you there from Athens High School, so be tuned in for that. Also, remember, uh, keep checking the NTL Now Podcast Facebook page. We might have some sectionals bracketology uh, coming up here before the Saturday sectional tournament. As I said, unfortunately, brackets were not out at the time of the recording of this, so didn't really have brackets to break down, but I might uh, be able to squeeze in a Facebook Live here before the tournament goes, so keep an eye on that, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll get some live interaction with the fans out there. Okay, so remember, social media, Twitter, at NTLNowPod, also on the Instagram page, NTLNowPodcast, and, of course, NTLNowPodcast, Facebook-wise as well. It's been another great week. want to thank Rob Gentile, coach of the Tawanda Lady Knights. Of course, Brian Fees from the Tawanda Daily Review, and Ed Weaver from Circle W Sports for joining me for another great episode here this week. Well, this is Shane Wilbur saying so long. Have yourselves a great rest of the week. I'll talk to you Saturday night from Athens for the North Sectional Finals. I'll do that on Wiggle 100. Hope to have a good crowd listening in for there. But I'll be back next week. We'll talk more NTL sports. You've been listening to another edition of the NTL Now podcast, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.